talk walk. It's been a minute. Audio Bible, good idea. I've heard King James is a good thing. From some uh, deeply rooted uh, presbyters um, down in Georgia. So, but um. Yeah, King James, man. That's great. Um, so, update with the Church of Christ Christian Church. Just my perspective right now. I, I love, I love listening to the uh, Stone Campbell. Sorry, it's called the uh, Alexander Campbell. It's like a red book. Uh, it's called the Campbell Movement. Thing. I love listening to it because honestly, it's funny that it's red. I don't know if that has to do with like American insurgency or if it's like some kind of like, um, you know, play on the catechism. Um, probably. Because I think the heart behind it was, was, as far as Alexander Campbell goes, what a great guy. I mean, he was totally into the millennium, which I try to start post, uh, sorry, pre-millennialist. Whatever my Baptist seminary professor was, I try to start with that. Um, Where I think he's open to divine revelation, but it's like a cautious openness. But not quite dispensation. Uh, I can't remember what he said. He said it in a sermon a while ago. Um, I like to start there because I don't want to like jump into like oh these like unstable millennialist Zionist um, typical American stereotypes. Even though that's great, I like the rah rah. It's kind of cool, but it also sounds dangerous and just maybe a little unstable and thought out, um, which most of my thinking is unfortunately not fully thought out because, you know, I'm not a genius. That'd be great. Um, but, so, I also want this podcast to be something about creating so that's the same topic of that's reflected in all this but so the Campbell movement he's great I like how he, he always tries to focus on okay like orthodox right teaching uh, you know, the, I think there was a huge emphasis in the book of Acts uh, I definitely realized through the church Christ Christian church just heritage just just looking at it it's just it looks like the book of Acts is just like solidly used as a almost like a liturgy you could say um, yeah just like a way of uh, 
liturgy is, I think, supposed to be like something you do, and it's like something you live out throughout your day, while you're working, while you're doing whatever God-given task we do. But for me, my vocation is definitely marriage um, right now, and it seems like a big deal um, to keep stable with all the just thoughts of, oh, there's different discords that I could be falling into, and all this and that, but I stay grounded with, like, just these doctrinal pursuits and truths that I'm trying to hold on to, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to get caught in the patterns of this world, I am trying to avoid that, almost like a Puritan, so, and I think that's a great thing, I was reading some of Rome's history recently, and one of the great things was after they got sacked, uh, they had a pope come in that really focused on, uh, I think it was one of the King Henry's, I don't know, one of the Pope Henry's, whatever, it could have been an anti-pope, I don't even know, because I don't even know the papacy, it seems so, there's just so much turmoil, it's hard to fathom, so, um, all I could tell was, uh, it was great, after some, after they had such a horrible time, and there was like a Puritan-focused leader that focused on their piety and all that. They had a moment of peace or something. There was a lot of times like that, ups and downs, and horrible, horrible things, and then good things. Right now, I'm listening to something on that. It's, I'm around the 1800s at this point, so I had passed passed through a lot of the Reformation and all that. You know what's interesting? They, they pointed out, what if Martin Luther, uh, the priest who uh, started the Lutheran Church, what if he had become Pope? And I don't know if that had been discussed among the nobles or whatever. But that would have actually eliminated the idea. I think it would have eliminated the uh, Reformation. And honestly, it probably would have probably would have eliminated, like, there probably wouldn't even have been a restoration movement with Alexander Campbell because all these guys were influenced by all this stuff. But one big thing that Campbell was big on, too, is he knew, like, America was full of Arianism, probably, like, the Mormon starting, and, and he knew about, just like that, those teachings at a root level were kind of coming over with different leadership and maybe business, I don't know. So, anyway, that was an issue, and honestly, I wonder if Campbell had any, well, he was friends with a lot of people, and so, I think he was friends with President Jefferson, so, that's interesting, I don't know for sure, he probably just ran across those people, um, back in the day. But uh, I like the emphasis on orthodox doctrine. Honestly, it reminded me of somebody that might... Like, it almost reminded me of... Not an Eastern church, because literally they were Northern, Scotland. But, like, a church that would say... It, it almost reminds me of a church that's like Eastern, without a detailed liturgy. So, no, John... Was it John Christos? John... I can't say his name. But 
the guy that created the liturgy and all that. Um, and there's maybe several people I don't I don't really know much about the liturgy. It's very interesting, but I don't know enough. But the Church of Christ Christian Church seems, from an outside perspective, even though I've been in it in different angles for quite a while, it seems like a that like it almost like an Eastern Church that would just not deny the Pope but have no comment really because they want liberty they want freedom kind of like the Scottish stereotypical like freedom you know like Braveheart almost and I don't know that history that's interesting history there but I don't think I don't know if that is he even Scottish I think he is so um yeah I don't know the history there that well it's just but anyway, it, it kind of reminds me of that. Like, you got this, almost like this Eastern idea where you, you want this orthodoxy. Um, you focus on the Greek, even the Greek New Testament. And, you know, it's really interesting. Um, so, praise God for all that. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can continue to learn and grow and uh, worship the Lord freely. That's the hard part. Having time and making time and worshiping God for you. Sure.